the world of technology continues to bring us things that just make us marvel and wonder how on earth did they manage to even accomplish or achieve this. Uh, we're going to open things up with a company called Humane launched a pin. Now, now hear me out, right? They launched a small little pin that can fit within the palm of your hands. It's almost as small as like, I don't know, carrying lip balm or something. Um, and you can take that pin and put it on your on your piece of clothing and interact with it. Now, of course, someone out there is already thinking it. Yes, it has AI. And I personally think it's a gimmick. So the way that it works is, let's say, for example, you're in a grocery store um, and you're busy buying food. You want to prepare a meal. You can ask that pin or, or the AI within the pin. Obviously, this is powered by ChatGPT and OpenAI, who owns ChatGPT. Uh, you can speak to the pin and say, hey, um, I'm making a salad, a Greek salad. Uh, what are the items that I need within the store? And the pin has a camera within it where whenever you pick up an item, it can then respond to you and actually speak to you and say to you, no, this item is not the one or this is the one or with this one, you can make this, this, this and this. Um, so you can literally interact with it and ask it questions and it can physically see because it has a camera. Um, if, if I'm honest, right? In theory and on paper, this is an incredibly good idea, right? Because think about it. Imagine if you had um, an AI, which I do believe this is where we're going, and it's scary to even think about. Imagine if you had a piece of AI that you could speak to and it could actually see in real life, like you could ask it questions about things within your environment. Like, for example, if there's a car you're trying to drive, you could ask it, like, how fast can this car go? What's the safest way to drive it? Um, you could ask it, I mean, where do I pour fuel? What the tires? What's the, the pressure of these tires? That would be a very, very beautiful world to live in. Um, at the same time, it would be a very scary world because the problem with us as human beings is the more you give us shortcuts, the more we use them and the less we interact with each other. The less we interact with each other, the more we actually become it becomes very easy for us not to like each other um, and that's a terrible place to be in um, so I don't even know how this is going to pan out long story short this pin by Humane um, is not receiving a lot of good feedback a lot of people are actually not even getting the point of it um, so I, I'm finding it a bit hilarious um, another beautiful thing that has happened uh, particularly in the world in the camera world um, and I think this is going to affect both smartphones as well as um, 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 cameras uh, themselves, big um, SDR cameras. Um, I, I use uh, DSLR cameras. Um, and they're going to change forever with this. It's a it's a sensor that was created by Sony, right? And it basically has changed the game. So the way that cameras currently take pictures um, is that whenever you hit a shutter, the camera with in very high speed captures the image line by line going all the way to the ground so picture like a mirror imagine if whenever you appear in a mirror the mirror has to process everything it's it that reflects on it line by line right you can imagine that regardless of how fast that happens there's going to be lag um so what it, what a mirror instead does is as soon as you enter a mirror instantly as fast as light travels, the mirror reflects what is uh, standing in front of it, right? So that is 
to simplify what Sony has done with their new image sensor, that is essentially what what they have done. And the good news is that this sensor will and most probably excuse me, most probably very soon be coming to smartphones. This is incredibly exciting, right? Especially as myself being a camera nerd, I am very, very excited about this because that means even the cheapest of cameras are going to receive the most incredible improvements. Um, And of course, this is first going to be used on very expensive phones and then trickle down over time onto the more um, um, affordable phones. It's going to start with the premium flagship phones and then trickle down to normal phones um, when when it becomes cheaper and cheaper to make. So Sony is actually about to launch their first camera with that sensor and you know I'm, I'm going to be watching videos to see just how much it improves. Now if you're wondering practically how where, am I, where are we going to see the difference? First of all, in terms of capturing light this lens is going to be incredibly faster and light is incredibly important when it comes to capturing pictures Uh, thirdly if you're a person who takes photography of moving objects your pets your dogs your children um, sports or whatever the case may be then you're going to benefit a lot because this image this sensor is going to be able to capture moving objects almost instantaneously so i think the question that i'm going to leave with you today is how excited would you be to receive such a capable lens on your smartphone to never to virtually never get a blurry image ever again let's see what's happening in the tech side of things firstly i don't know if you saw this but it happened this week amazon says it's uh, opening up its local store in other words its south african store for people to register as a service provider or a seller on amazon now the amazon uh, website will probably only go live like if i'm not mistaken beginning of next year which leaves us roughly about three months four months i'm guessing that's not the formal date but it leaves us with four months for people to register and to get their products on the amazon store now i need to be honest i've done some research uh, well very poor research to be totally honest but the stuff that's currently on amazon overseas you're able to ship it to south africa and get it but it's not the best quality of stuff so i was wondering whether that will actually change um in in amazon in south africa i'm I'm wondering whether that will be the case the same is almost said about take a lot i don't know if you've noticed but on take a lot you can get you can get proper products but you can get knockoffs as well uh, unfortunately and i need to be honest with that but you can get not knockoffs as well and it's just not the great quality that it was in the past uh, meaning that people will probably venture to different providers if that's the case with take a lot or more people have a similar experience to mine um they would then go over to amazon probably and see what that's like and if you get a similar experience there well, good luck to you. Then you need to find more online stores uh, to actually purchase your stuff. Second thing that is very interesting is I don't know if you saw this. It also came to light. I think it happened actually this this week. It came also to light. The fact that Kusile, uh, the Eskom's power station in uh, Emalahleni, has got two units back online, uh, which was offline for quite some time because they had a, 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 a chimney. It's actually... It's a gas flue duct, they call it, but in layman's terms, the chimney that collapsed. Now, they found a workaround to get it to work, uh, which we are forever thankful for because now we get less load shedding. But the unfortunate side of that is that it's not a a perfect workaround. In other words, it doesn't have the same uh, efficiency that the normal one would have, meaning that you are sitting with, with with a massive issue 
of uh, air pollution currently. They, in fact, had to file with the Department of Environmental Affairs a different case saying that, like, listen, this is the workaround, this is what the country needs, but we are going to pollute a lot more. Now, apparently, now this is, I've read this in an article, so if if the stats are wrong, but the, the article's wrong, they've already seen an increase in asthma attacks in Emalachleni. Uh, since since this workaround has been enforced now the unit there's three units that were offline unit one started i think beginning of september and then earlier this week they started with unit two being able to run and they hope by the end of uh, or in unit three i don't know why they're working like that but never mind at the end of november they will have unit two up and running again again with the same thing loads more emissions that's happening now I want to end off by saying that I know that this is terrible. It's got a massive health impact, but it's got a massive positive impact on the economy of South Africa. And I just want to say, I don't want to be the one that makes the choice because you're, it's the typical um, uh, philosophical issue that there's one track on two trains and you need to decide which one you're choosing because on the one, you're, you're killing a child that is playing where it can be playing or should be playing. On the other one, you're killing all the naughty children. Uh, that's playing where they shouldn't be playing. It's that typical. It's a philosophical problem. You can check it out. But that's what ESCOM is stuck with now. They need to choose. Are we sacrificing the health of people surrounding Kusile? Or are we benefiting the entire country with politics? Um, I don't want to be in their shoes. I don't want to be the one that's making that decision.